0: Texas Talking oh. What was that that you said? Texas
1: Talking oh. Gonna hoop up beside your head Texas Talking
0: oh. Tell me who can you trust When Texas oh. got all Texas got some Texas Talking
2: oh. Hi This is Alan Van Fleet. I'm with McDermott, Will & Emery, and I'm one of the lawyers representing Wallace Hall in the impeachment proceedings that are going on this week before the House Committee on Transparency. But now, for political reporting that's truly full, fair, and transparent, here's the Tribcast with Reeve Hamilton.
0: Thank you. This is reporter Reeve Hamilton here with the Tribcast for the fourth week of October. Joining me is editor Emily Ramshaw.
2: How did Mr. Van Fleet have enough time to record that this week? Shouldn't he have been otherwise engaged?
0: We spent hours in the Capitol, which we'll talk about in a second. And there was only so much to do.
2: Got it. Hi, everyone.
0: Everyone includes reporter Nina Satija. Hi, Reeve. Hello. And host of Agenda Texas at sure, KUT and the Texas Tribune, <laughs> the one and only Ben Philpot. Uh, can we foia that uh, introduction? That introduction.
1: <laughs> I was just wondering. Could we?
0: Oof. Yeah. I mean, get in line though. I mean, the the foias are flying left. And I'd like right. to
1: have the outtakes on that. <laughs>
0: It'll take it was, at least ten business days. They call them one take, exactly. Allen. There are no outtakes. One
1: take. Well, all right. Good. Good. Uh,
0: no. So, uh, Mister Van, Van Fleet and I, uh, and a number of other people, spent most of their Tuesday in. Uh, I mean, I, we were told it's a historical thing. This Im- impeachment hearing, you know, they're looking I into. Thought you what... meant
2: the Capitol. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is historical. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Spend most of the day. It's this historical <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, the Capitol. <laughs> um, I'm sorry you had to go back there. We really try not to send you, except for every other year.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go again today. We're recording this on Wednesday morning. I'm gonna have to go again for day two, Wednesday afternoon.
2: To, did someone let you know that you're wearing jeans?
0: Oh, I can wear whatever I want to the Capitol. I've got special. Allowances.
2: Uh,
0: no, so but the real issue is so the you know as people that listen to this know or that read the Tribune, you know, uh, read the stories I write in the Tribune. <laughs> no,
2: the field of people is getting smaller and smaller.
0: As as you three know, uh, there's an effort underway to there's a legislative committee that's investigating whether or not they should file articles of impeachment against the University of Texas System Regent Wallace Hall. If ultimately he is impeached, he will be the first non-elected official in the state to be impeached. Uh, and so it's sort of a historical thing. It's honestly – it was like really boring. But uh, – Ben, do you have a question? No, no.
1: Wait, I, was just, I have I a think, question. Yeah, go ahead. Can then.
2: you really get impeached for just filing a bunch of open records requests? I mean as I read all of Reeves' coverage, me and the two other people around here, read all of Reeves' reporting. And he's is. sitting right next to you. <laughs> right. um, I just kept sort of asking myself that same question, which is like, does this really – is this what impeachment is for, to impeach people who file too many open records requests? I can think of a lot of reporters who should be impeached. Well, Jim Pitt
1: seems to think that uh, all the evidence is clear and it all points to impeachment. Isn't that essentially what he said?
0: Yes, but it's – I mean – it is and it isn't a little more than filing open records requests, right? So the charges leveled against Hall are that he's sort of um, overstepped his bounds in his digging through the records of UT Austin. And I, I mean I think you will find like the Association of Governing Boards, which sort of sets best practices for regents and that sort of thing, has said that you know the role of the regent is not really to be investigative. And he clearly has taken on an investigative approach to what he's doing. He uh, – I mean, he's, he's, his requests have generated 800,000 documents. The UT uh, Austin Open Records Office has gone from uh, –
2: Two to seven people two or Two to something? seven people. That's pretty amazing.
0: Uh, yeah, they have a especially, full-time lawyer that more or less works 100 percent on Hall's requests.
2: Especially when you're talking about fiscal responsibility in a university setting, having to add five people to your mm-hmm. staff.
0: And do lawmakers think this
1: is also an abuse of power? I mean,
0: they, they think, he, they think since he can do it, he's... Right. They think it's an abuse of power. Pitts was very clear that he thinks... Uh, Pitts, who's the House Appropriations Chairman and has been one of Hall's most vocal detractors, uh, thinks that it's a witch hunt to get rid of Bill Powers. And, you know, I mean, it, it's interesting. There's been this controversy and people have cried wolf over the firing of Bill Powers for years now. And this used to be, I th- personally think, a sort of a more interesting... Uh, Situation. It was a much more substantive debate in 2011 about research and sort of right. the future of the university. Where were they going to there become seemed, more business? like Yeah, there seemed to
1: be a difference in yeah. philosophy on where the university should go. But now it's
2: just a pissing.
0: You mesh. sort of you sort of peel away those layers. have Been peeled away, and now as one as Representative Lyle Larson said, this might just be bad blood between a regent and a president. Because obviously Hall has decided to dedicate a lot of his time to looking into the ut into ut austin and he said he's found things that uh, make him suspicious about operations there such as favoritism and admissions processes for example but is he not allowed to do that i mean that's sort of what the the committee will decide
1: well now i mean power's job is pretty safe now i mean they beat oklahoma so what's <laughs> i don't understand what the problem is
0: and and uh, yesterday he was named the chairman of the association of american universities which is the most prestigious group of research universities it's really you know he's like the he's the top of the ivory tower now you so can't really you don't want to fire
1: you don't want to don't fire somebody who's uh, uh you don't want to, unless, want
2: to
0: you don't yeah. want to unless right now they you know the regents have had a pretty steady stream of arguably negative press yeah. statewide you know you don't want to tie you don't want to get rid of the chair of the AAU unless you want like a uva type national you know outrage situation
1: oh right right yeah that thing in virginia was a mess they what they yeah. fired and then brought and her re-hired
3: back the, the president yeah so oh, as God. someone who does not cover higher education at all oh, can i just so suggest can i just suggest that you know people just want to impeach someone after david duhurst's suggestion maybe it's like a voodoo doll kind well of thing, you know? david duhurst's like, suggestion suggestion came late to
0: impeach well, i think it might be the other way around that his suggestion oh, was like oh well okay. they can impeach that guy <laughs> <laughs> um, right.
2: Why I think there's a correlation. There, do Hurst
0: right. is clearly, I mean, just you know, if you based on his outburst in the legislative chamber earlier this year, it does not appear to be on the regents' side. Oh, no, right,
3: he got so think, Oh yeah, If you yeah, can't impeach, if you can't impeach, you know, Obama, let's go for somebody.
0: Well, actually, that's an at least interesting. Got po- something to do. It's an interesting point though, because so the the impeachment at the federal level is like high crimes and misdemeanors. Right. And at the mm-hmm. state
2: level, it's not really high crimes and misdemeanors. At it's this, like what you want it to be.
0: At the state level, it's it's rare, occurs so rarely mm-hmm. that there's no there's no set reason for it. So it's basically an impeachable offense is something that a majority of the house members think is an impeachable offense and it doesn't have to be illegal. Um, it just has to you know this has to be something they don't like,
1: so uh sorry to put you bar. on the spot, but when was the last time someone was impeached, and what did they do?
0: Oh, it was uh i think nineteen seventy five and it was judge o p Carrillo, and he did something bad like.
1: Like criminal. Like, like <laughs> everyone would oh. say, oh, no, that's yeah, an impeachable to, offense. He went uh, to there, jail. Yeah, he went yeah. to jail.
2: It was a criminal offense. No. And okay. who was on okay. that? There was someone interesting on that impeachment committee.
0: Oh, on the uh, Sarah Weddington was on the impeachment committee. Right. So was uh, Sinfonia Thompson, who's huh. still in the legislature. So that was the last they one. They should bring
1: her back for this impeachment committee.
0: <laughs> and before that was Pa Ferguson, who was uh, the governor. Ah, uh, yes. But that, luckily, was 19, that was 1917. Luckily, we had Ma with us. That's right. Yeah, we don't have – there's no Ma Hall. to fill the rest of the term
2: (laughs) and luckily Ross Ramsey was here to
3: document that one for
2: us
0: (laughs) That was he was he was just forty at the time.
3: But you know, to Emily's point about reporters getting impeached, well, we can I mean, we're obviously not you know public employees. But Ben, KUT, I mean, you're all public employees. If if one of you files too many FOIA requests, no, no, no. But it's not it's
0: not just wow. the FOIA request. And they said multiple times it's not the volume, it's the yes. contents. And there's this all this disagreement, or there's significant concern that Hall saw public. Uh, not public. The opposite of that. Private information that he wasn't supposed to about students right. and employees. He and sought
2: it or he received it?
0: He saw it. He, he saw, saw it. it. Like so was that of his own
3: volition? Or How could was
2: it he by see it? I mean somebody would have had to make those available.
0: Well, this is the – this is
2: uh, – it's, it's becoming – it, it looks it –
0: looks, you know, based on the testimony yesterday. And the testimony yesterday was heavily anti-Hall. I mean, it was, they only heard from witnesses that were anti-Hall. Uh, A number of the members of the committee appear to uh, already have developed a pretty negative opinion of Hall. Um, But everyone was pointing their fingers at the UT system lawyers. So they heard from the open records officials at UT Austin who said, look, we tried to withhold information from him. And uh, the UT system lawyers came in and said that we couldn't and forced us to show him stuff. We didn't want to show him. Uh, The UT system has sort of conceded that he saw – Stu- potentially saw student information he shouldn't have seen. What? At some what
2: point. is? What does that mean? That hasn't so been really security numbers, grades. I, I mean, mean, really
0: anything involving students, unless you have a stated, written uh, educational order. purpose for looking at it, you're not, you're allowed. not allowed to hmm. see. Huh. Uh, but so does that, uh, that
3: fall th- on him, or does that fall on the people? Right. Well, that's, I mean, that's the question. That's right? one yeah. of the questions. I feel like so, that falls on the so if the system yeah.
0: was forcing them to do this, and you know, uh, then may- they could be in trouble. Um, the but and and so Hall could also say. I mean, we could see Hall say that. Well, he was just doing what the system lawyers. They didn't stop him, so he just did whatever. Right. And of course, you know, if he accidentally saw something, that's that's not his fault. You know, there's questions about he may have shared the, the information with his lawyers. Was he allowed to do that? Because he has private lawyers involved in this. Um, so there's a lot of questions about student information, and they sort of talked about it, but like we're doing right now, like they couldn't actually articulate what, if anything. Uh, had been shared that shouldn't have been there was Mm -hmm. some question about like employees tax information and stuff but I Um, mean there was a sort of an interesting moment where um, the open records the head the custodian records for UT Austin was like uh, you know said yeah I'm scared about sort of legal liabilities that you know I may be on the hook for for this and uh, Trey Martinez Fisher advised him to get a lawyer although he said that the system has prevented him from getting his own personal lawyer and uh, Fisher said well you better get one Wow. Fascinating. Well, i got to say, this has been a lot more interesting than I thought it would be.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Full discussion. You did bring your pillow to this TribCast. I heard it
1: was going to be higher education. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I mean,
0: there are some interesting issues in it, but the thing is that, the honestly, the committee – it's clear that there are members of the committee that do not really understand what's being discussed or what's going on. And the, the <laughs> questioning is so sort of sloppy. Like so having, it's a lot like, like during a regular session. The then yeah. Session. Yeah. It's just so sloppy and haphazard that like a line of questioning that could take uh, five minutes goes on forever and ever. Like I, I made a tweet at something yesterday like that, you know, the, the committee members have, have never met a point that they couldn't reiterate. <laughs> uh, I mean, so we were in there from 10 to 630 or so.
3: But now what, what does impeachment mean then? I mean, there's impeachment. A really impeachment. Or are they just firing this guy and voting to fire him? Like, why is it called impeachment if he wasn't elected? Uh. Isn't that like? Am I totally wrong? Am I just. It's no. You fine? can impeach. You can impeach any public official.
0: But oh. impeachment, uh, just for fun, fun little trivia. So impeachment is just if the committee recommends articles of impeachment to the House, and the House, a majority of the House. Agrees that he should be impeached, and since the, the Senate, Senate, then he's impeached, right? It's like how Bill Clinton oh, was this... impeached, but he wasn't removed. Right. The Senate will then decide oh, right. the whether or not to convict like him, and if right. they convict him, then he's out. Okay. But once he's been impeached, then his duties are suspended, so they don't really have to go to that step if they, if their goal is just to get rid of him. Um, but it's it's been an interesting time, and it'll be interesting to see when you know Hall actually gets to tell his side of the story, how it goes. But I mean, I think it was clear that he has behaved. Unlike other regions. any regent before him, uh, maybe not any regent, but other regions, typical regions, definitely regents in recent memory. And, you Critically. know, if the only precedent you have to go on is the historical precedent, mm-hmm. it's sort of up in the air what the committee will decide to do.
2: I mean, how big of a divide does this present between like Dewhurst and Perry? I mean, if Dewhurst got sort of emotional about, you know, thinking that the regents were going after powers, uh, would Dewhurst even take this up in the Senate? It, it, it's hard would to Would
1: Dewhurst be the lieutenant governor?
2: Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how long this drags out and obviously what happens. I mean, wouldn't you have to primary. call – you'd
1: have to call a special session to bring everyone back in to vote, right?
0: Uh, for impeachment purposes, you the don't. speaker can call back the House the sp- Oh, we'll see. Uh, with 50 signatures, which I think which 50 would be mm-hmm. pretty easy to get.
2: Right.
1: What about the Senate? Same this, thing? The, the lieutenant se- once, governor can call him no, back? No, no. Once the, oh, I see you. I'm sorry.
0: Once it's, the impeachment has happened, then, then the, the Senate, Senate has to, come to come become in. a court. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're they going to wear the wigs like, uh, you know, the British system. Oh, it's excellent. Awesome.
2: I mean, great right, because it's the rule where there had to be look great in, in session. session. If the rule were there had to be a special session, we never even would have gotten this far because Perry wouldn't have allowed it. No.
0: But, I mean, I think as this has drawn on, it's sort of like I said, like some of the more substantive issues – have sort of been stripped away, or the sub, or the broader issues, I should say, more than the more substantive issues. So it used to be sort of just higher education in general. Where is it going to go? And there was controversy at AM, controversy at UT, mm-hmm. and now it's just narrowed and narrowed. Like a, a friend of mine that was at the uh, hearings yesterday said, "It's you know it's sort of like we've an onion. We've peeled away all the big layers, and it, each time it just makes you want to cry a little more. <laughs> but um, we're down to it. It's clearly just sort of a." There's a narrow focus on UT Austin, which lends credence, you know, rightfully or wrongfully to the notion that this is a targeted anti-UT Austin leadership effort that's been going on for the last few years.
3: Hmm. And,
0: um, And that is a definitely a big divide between Perry and Dewhurst. Dewhurst is a big fan of Bill Powers and Perry is apparently not. But. Uh, Perry is having a great time with his alma mater A and M. I mean, he's off in Israel, opening uh, up new schools, opening up a new mm-hmm. branch campus. I mean, the fortunes of UT and A and M right now are just so dramatically different yeah. <laughs> in terms of public policy activity, and just you see this in fundraising. Uh, you know, UT announced they had a record fundraising year in their last fiscal year, and it was like four hundred million almost, and it was amaz- And then <laughs> AM comes in and says, "We also had a record uh, year. It was well over $700 million. Yeah. So, I mean, they're just, it's an interesting time.
1: It is. I mean, it's all, uh, I know I get accused a lot of bringing it all back to sports, but it's like ever since A&M left to go to the SEC, the football team has been better than UT. The publicity has been better at A&M than UT. You've got these, you know, branch campuses all around the world opening up. Are you taking a trip to the latest uh, branch campus? Didn't oh. you go to the uh, one in Dubai? You, Israel?
0: It, no, the the one the previous. To Qatar. Oh, Qatar, I was yeah, sorry. No, yeah, I did go there. But so are you going to go to Israel? I'm I'm not, now. not going to Israel. Um, yeah, I'm going to Israel later. I'm going to wait till they actually start break ground on it, which oh. could be a while because they have to change some some laws in Israel and raise a lot of private monies to privately fund a public university or something.
1: Um, <laughs> but anyway,
0: but let's move on to politics.
1: Hot dog.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think one of the Hot lessons dog. of the last few weeks is that the. Uh, You know, we think that the slates, the tickets are sort of lining up, but they're totally malleable still. And I think we've seen some movement in the Ag Commissioner's race. And maybe Nina can fill us in on that.
3: I'd also like to say that I'm going to make an important candidate announcement tomorrow just – <laughs> in, in, are you? In, are you? Keeping uh, with all of these emails I've been getting, are you going to run? Yeah. I have an important announcement to make. I don't know if it's if it follows Trib policy. Is this, but is this, apparently,
2: Reeves running for the AG. I announced <laughs> I announced
0: my write-in campaign for AG at the Tribune Festival, and mm-hmm. Emily was, was recently drafted via Twitter for something for the
2: GOP nomination for something. <laughs>
0: for yeah, just anything <laughs> they want. Oh, Emily. Just anything. So, just what run. are you announcing? for? Land
1: commissioner.
3: I don't know. Yeah, you know, I think that's a cool that's a cool office. Yeah, Nina likes land. All right. Well. Anyway.
0: Let's just uh, – let's stick with what we know
3: yes. today. What, with what we know today. We'll do
0: tomorrow's news on next week's Right, right.
3: Podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I had a very, very fun conversation with Ted Nugent yesterday. Um, he answered his cell phone right away. It was great. He said, he does hello, that. who's this? I said, hey, Ted. And I felt like I wasn't sure if I should really refer to him by his first name. but I Mr. Nugent. Just, Theodore. Yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just, you know and he, he went with it and he uh, – we had a great conversation. He tried to cut me off. He said, I'm covered in blood. Because I'm hanging up this ram that my wife just hunted. And I said... No, Ted, I'm not going to let you go. You have to talk to me. He... Uh,
0: why were you, we get <laughs> to why you were talking to Ted Nugent?
3: We, I was talking <laughs> to Ted Nugent. I'm sorry. not running. <laughs> He's my not room. running. He's not running for statewide office. But he will be uh, a, the official treasurer and co-chair of former state rep Sid Miller's campaign for agriculture commissioner, which was just recently announced. Which is just delightful.
0: Actually, one of my favorite things about this is that, so let's say, I know Emily has her reservations about this, but let's say Kinky Friedman makes it to the general election and so does Sid Miller. Oh, mm. I'm
2: counting. On that matchup, uh, you know, uh,
0: you know, Willie Nel- Kinky Friedman is a, a musician and songwriter in his own right, but Willie Nelson has always also always backed his political efforts. So we could have Ted mm. Nugent versus Willie Nelson, and it would be like the ultimate showdown for that the would be very cool. soul of Texas. You know, culture.
3: Willie Nelson actually has just filmed some ads for Austin Water Utility, I believe, and he's going to be on TV soon talking about the drought and conserving water. Just side. side Meanwhile,
2: down. Nolan Ryan's on TV uh, pitching the. Uh,
3: Prop no right. pun intended. Pun six.
2: intended. Pitching prop six.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So lots of lots of interesting music stars out there today. But but anyway, yes. That uh, it's a, it's an interesting move for Nugent. He's not new to political campaigns, but this is, I think or at least he he tells me the first time he's been like this officially involved and it is kind of an unusually local race for him. What is his like connection with
0: Sid Miller of all people?
3: Well, they so he they both like the land and they both like to hunt. Right. <laughs> that's that's def- probably a pretty accurate assessment. I think they've uh, both
0: been uh, memorialized memorialized immortalized what? in Doonesbury cartoons. Oh yes, ah, that's right.
3: That's one thing. Well, he also told and I don't think I can use this word in the podcast, but he said Oh, no, you, oh, can. you probably oh, I can. Can. I can. All right. Well, Unless he it said- begins with you know what letter does it? Feel like? We can always it's, bleep it, it out with later. S H. Oh, oh, can that's that fine. Word. Shiny. Right, we can Shiny ribs does our theme song. <laughs> Let's see what happens. He said he's in touch with shit kickers all across America. Oh, uh, that is definitely a word It's, a, can it's use. Loud, All right, <laughs> yes. coming from a public radio background, I wasn't sure, but <laughs> oh, no,
0: Ben says that all the time.
3: <laughs> on the air, on the air. <laughs> yeah. was I was fun going to drop an F bomb right now, but
0: I We'll move on. JJ <laughs> Baskin's kids are listening to this. Yeah, but you know, no,
3: I did press him. I said, Ted, why? You know, how did you get in touch with Sid Miller? Or like, do you guys talk on the phone? Or what is it? He said, Well. I'm in touch with shit kickers across America and, you know, Feral
2: hog hunters across America
3: (laughs) with those helicopter hunters. So, so I guess the way he tells it is, you know, a lot of people in Texas were suggesting this to him and eventually Sid Miller's campaign got in touch and he said, yeah, I'd be happy to help out. He may or may not become involved in other campaigns of, of his beloved, you know, like attorney general Abbott and, Mm -hmm. and uh, people like that. So he's who else right
2: it. now is in the Ag Commissioner well, race? Well,
3: Sid Miller got in after Brandon Creighton got, got yes, out. Yes, right. that's right. And so why he was got, Creighton getting out? He wanted to run for – he will be running for uh, Tommy Williams' old Senate seat. Or Tommy Williams' Senate seat, I'm sorry. Yes. He's, yeah, he's, that's right. He'll be vacating soon. Uh, so that's what's happening there. And then yeah. as soon
0: as he did that, Steve Toth jumped in and challenged him, right? Yep.
3: Yeah, all sorts of weird. There's all kinds of
2: shake-ups. political gymnastics going on. Yeah. Right
3: okay, now. but
0: who else in Agamemnon? The
3: other Sorry. two people. I'm interrupting are, you, like Evan. <laughs> That's all right. Harold Cook two is going to be so mad. I know. Are uh, Eric Opiella. He's a, a lawyer um, and a rancher. And uh, Jay Allen Carnes, who is the mayor of Uvalde, and does not use a period after his first. Initial. I know. It's a really no. interesting name. It's just J. It's just the just the letter. I keep meaning to ask. It's like, him that. like Harry very S. Texas. Truman. Yeah, so what? Harry know. S. Truman didn't use dot after the S? Isn't that right, but S was his middle name. Someone's going to have to ch- double check that for us. <laughs> I'm sure that it was – yeah, I'm sure that it, it stood for something. <laughs> J doesn't stand for anything is the thing. It's not J-A-Y like, you know, our reporter J. Root. It's just J.
2: But that J doesn't stand for anything. Either. <laughs>
3: oh!
0: <sighs>
1: uh,
2: Any other political – It's like Evan's here.
0: <laughs> Any other political moves? Uh, Stephanie Carter got out of the Railroad Commissioner race, and we, that's mostly a money issue.
2: Looks like a money issue, but now she's got all these other people you know, lining up to run for her house seat. Um, and I think that some of them were sending out press releases yesterday saying they're still going to stay in the race. So um, she may have put herself in kind of a tight spot.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm... It's, it's still I, I'd like to know when the Democrats are going to fill out the rest of their ticket. I mean, I, I think yeah, we all well, kind of assume you
2: going to make any. Kind well,
1: we all of kind of assumed, I think, after at least maybe a w- the week after Wendy Davis uh, officially announced that she was running, that we would start seeing.
0: Which was almost a month ago. Right.
1: right so we would start seeing who's going to be the attorney general candidate, who's right. going to be the lieutenant Collier, governor,
2: who's running the Democrat running for, for comptroller. comptroller, Sam
0: Houston for attorney general
2: which is just oh that, right that's right and that then, name how can you uh, not really? win i with thought that you name? were joking
3: <laughs> forgot about
2: that
1: and then we've got uh because well we've Houston got kinky Houston for Houston Houston, ag commissioner but i don't
2: think that counts as no. the democrats <laughs> filling out their ticket uh, no yes but lieutenant i think lit- he's lit- running he's the running, the fact the running fact that he could end up on their ticket the fact are, I'm that I'm nothing's happened have not asked him to run the
1: fact that nothing's happened on lieutenant governor i think is is very interesting i mean every every time i see an email from leticia van it's you know leticia van would like to make an announcement and then you open it up and it's like about prop six Right. oh, damn.
0: <laughs> John Cook for land commissioner. Is that right? I don't know. Former El Paso, El Paso mayor. I might just be. I'm making up names over here. No, but the thing is, I think Peggy Fiegak had a good column about this where it's just sort of, there hasn't been a lot of, like, overwhelming excitement uh, in, in, as that ballot is filled out. Right. Well,
1: and I, I guess you could say that it's not that Wendy Davis has exactly made a lot of big splashes since her announcement. I mean, instead of... Uh, going on some kind of you know statewide tour hitting all these different places she has gone she's around the, the state but lot. it's mostly been organizing meetings mm-hmm. she's meeting with volunteers she's like getting the people who will then you know and she's doing fundraisers but i mean it, it's not she's not like making a, a big uh a big event uh, she's not going to big places where you know people are just going to come in and watch her and it's it's just these little meetings across the state to try so to get a long over. way to go yeah. she's
0: not handing the press particularly savvily i've heard she
1: kind of messed up last week yeah was it last week well was she's been Monday? sending
2: out her i mean at least until recently they were giving very short notice for their events which is like the fastest well, they, way to irritate the press and
1: war. the bit you know she had the event at cleat she was winning you know lawmaker of the year or something along those lines uh from cleat the combined law enforcement uh association
2: agencies yeah and
1: um which is a i think it's a I think you can argue it's a legitimizing award. I mean, this is not, you know, the Democratic women of Travis County giving her something. This is an organization that Republicans are always uh, working with and courting for uh, for support. Um, Shirley, in fact, Attorney Shirley. General Greg Abbott was, was speaking at the event later in the day that she was getting this award at. Well, the, she was supposed to speak at 1130. She ended up speaking 20, 25 minutes early. Um, she ended up being done by the time she was supposed to start half the press corps press corps has other things to do than just follow her around. When they showed up at 1130, got nothing from her because her speech was already over and her press people said, no, she can't talk to anyone. And they rushed her out the door while we chased her down.
0: Surely uh, David Dewhurst is that group's number one pick,
2: though. Oh, Reeve just stole that joke from me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good So maybe one. they already
0: knew the news. What? <laughs> Dewhurst is the number one pick of law enforcement.
1: Well, and that, and they didn't According want that question.
0: According to himself on <laughs> yeah. the phone with the Allen PD.
1: Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Allen PD. I, you know, I had you're already forgotten context, about that. Everybody.
2: But Ben, how quickly you forget <laughs> yeah. elected officials well, trying to persuade law enforcement. I,
1: I, I am in my 40s, so I guess it shouldn't be <laughs> a surprise that I forget
0: quickly. Yeah. Uh,
1: ben, ben come
2: that's how Ross, you're 50. Oh,
0: that's how Ross was when he was covering the Paw Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: hope he doesn't listen to this today.
0: I don't like being the oldest
1: person here. Um, you're not. Jay's older. No, I meant in this podcast. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so, you know, that she had a bit of a of a misstep there and um, has a new press person coming in from Washington, not because of what happened at the Cleat event, but has a new press person coming Who in. Is and
2: that? I, Rebecca I
1: something, oh. and I'm just going to go ahead and – Yeah, maybe. I'm sorry. Oh, Rebecca for about? forgetting. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Uh, Any other final thoughts on any topic? I know,
3: Nina, you had something you wanted to say. Oh, the Lesser Prairie Chicken. I just really wanted to say the name of the bird and talk about how it has a cool mating dance. But really, actually, uh, the Lesser Prairie Chicken matters because it might be listed as a threatened species under the Endangered Species Act next March. And lots of different stakeholders have been trying to make sure that doesn't happen because it matters for the oil and gas industry. It's out in the Permian Basin and all that jazz. And um, hopefully uh, they've announced a kind of a solution, um, the five... You know, five states, Colorado, Kansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Texas have been working on a plan for a long time. And the federal government, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service just endorsed it. So maybe these um, chickens will not be such a um, huge issue. And
2: Reeve would like to know
3: what is unusual about their mating dance. I Um, I didn't say that. (laughs) It's pretty wacky, and I think they also like make a weird noise. I have to go out there in the spring, basically, and see this. It's
1: like Sixth Street. But
3: they sort of, <laughs> yes, really. I mean, they they sort of ruffle their feathers, and they look pretty pretty wacky. And um, they also sort of made in a group, like they have like it's like Sixth Street, yeah. <laughs> like Sixth Street, yeah, pretty just, much.
0: I just hope they find a solution that the chickens don't have to go to the Greater Prairie in the sky. Oh. Well, there
3: is also a Greater Prairie. But chicken. remember, it's they just, are delicious. I don't delicious. understand these lesser. animal names here. It's just it's odd. But these are the this is the Lesser Prairie Chicken. The chickens from the Lesser
0: Prairie, not the Lesser chickens of the Prairie.
3: Exactly. That could be. No, Who knows? I'm, that's really not true at all. I don't know why I said exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good journalistic <laughs> move. Well,
2: <laughs> yes, that's exactly Just right. nod and smile. Exactly.
0: If you have questions or comments about what is and is not exact, you can send them to tribcast at texastribune.org. We would like to thank Shiny Ribs for doing our theme song and encourage you to review us positively on iTunes and negatively nowhere.
3: <laughs> and please stay tuned for my announce, my special announcement.
0: Nina um, will tomorrow. be announcing our can- cannabis for Ag Commissioner tomorrow.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> 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 On behalf of Emily, Nina, Ben, and our producer Todd, Mrs. Yeah. Reeve, thanks for listening. Texas
2: Why is that woman singing outside? Haven't you guys heard? I did not see her all morning. Oh, yeah. Do you think you're going insane? <laughs>